If you didn't catch the last one, this is my lady Daniela, and she just had a bikini competition. First thing she's ever done like that, and she walked out with three medals. So, like she just said, two gold mm -hmm. in a category that she was nervous about, which is the Angels. She won that and won her, won her pro card and uh, uh, got second in bikini. So, really quick, what was the experience like? Day of, you know, you woke up at six in the fucking morning. Yeah. To do this, and I make that face because I did too. So, what was it like, start to finish? Break it all down. Um. Well, it actually started the night before because mm -hmm. I had to go get tanned, pick up my pins, my number. Mm -hmm. I was number eight. Um, and the day before was probably just really long. Mm -hmm. I was with you actually a lot of the day because mm -hmm. I was only allowed sixteen ounces of water that day. And every coach is different and has, like, a different way of Everyone. prepping. So some people were on their third gallon. Which is crazy. And I was on my 16 ounces, which is not even a full shaker cup. So, like, basically half a shaker cup. But, of course, if you're dying of thirst, you can take sips. But literally small, small sips. Um, that was harder than the food. I, like, I could do without the food. It was the water. I think it's also because I was taking my um, diuretic, and so that obviously was also making me pee out all my water, so I was extra thirsty. Yeah. Um, but I would say that was the hardest part day before. Um, and then got my spray tan, and I was dark as shit. <laughs> and I never super dark, super dark, and I've never gotten a spray tan in my life. So I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. It's still kind of on. It is. Oh Which my gosh. Crazy. I like, don't know if you can see this, but... Your Apple Watch rubbed it off. There's like still spray tint on me. And it's like rubbing off in different... Like streaks are right here. I just noticed. <laughs> um, but it's only been a week. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? Yep. It's the longest week ever. <laughs> I know. But Yeah. And then the, obviously the day of. Exactly. So um, at the show, you had you have any tricks? Like you were allowed certain foods because... Yes. So day of the show, woke up at 6 a.m., went to go get my hair and makeup done. What's really cool is that all the girls um, have the option to get their hair, makeup, and spray tan from the same team. And so we kind of all get to be together, which is really fun. Um, so I get to the hotel that the host hotel that most of the people the girls were staying at I didn't stay in the hotel because I was like 10 minutes 15 minutes down the street I didn't feel like I needed to I'd rather be home, but I did get to get ready with everyone um, And then that morning you have to do a check-in. That's why you had to wake up. I was like, why'd you have to wake up? You had to take my pictures mm -hmm. so um, Had to wake up in the morning and take my pictures for check-in send my weight because you literally lose like a pound a day as the that week because of the water mm -hmm. and um sent my check-in was waiting for my hair and makeup to get my plan for the day so you don't know until that morning i was crossing my fingers and being so good all week because mm -hmm. i wanted to get my burger and my chocolate bar and i was so thankful because i did um and then crazy. you were away hoping i would too so then you yeah. could go get in so and I out had an excuse to go to in and out <laughs> Exactly, like I needed one. But yeah, so what were you allowed to eat? So, Not just that, you were allowed something else. The Snickers. Yeah, you go. <laughs> because? Because when, I guess the method to the madness is when you are 
deprived of all the sodium, all the sugar, all the water. Mm-hmm. As soon as you put that in your body, because also obviously your muscles at the time are craving something because I've been lifting so much. Um, and just this, the whole process is different than just like a regular day to day. But essentially all the sugar goes straight to your muscles and it like puffs up your muscles. You would think it would like make you bloated or make you feel sick, but mm-hmm. it actually goes straight to your muscles because your muscle wants it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you're so depleted. Like you're so low yeah. body fat. You're so low water. You're so low everything that right. the, 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 the you know little things like that are going to show very yeah. quick. Yeah. So, but that was right before stage, mm. not in the morning. So in the morning I was only, I was supposed to have dry oats, mm. like oh, just fuck. eat it like dry oats. And then I had tilapia with sweet potato and then rice cakes with almond butter That's the rest of the day. And, um, then I was supposed to eat a Snickers right before getting on stage. Mm. You had bought me a Snickers and didn't even know yet. But that was what my candy bar was going to be. So I had that in my bag. I got a bunch bag. of random candy for that you might want after <laughs> after the show. So. My favorite gummy bears. I didn't know. Uh, and so. then mid-show, I got to have my in and out Hell yeah. <laughs> so they know the results. You know, but the the biggest thing we wanted to go over was, you know, the, um, you know, the change. And, you know, let's go ahead and before we, you know, before we skip out, congratulations. You busted your ass. And you you walked out, I mean, you walked out knowing that because, you know, you won. So, there's that. Now, everyone and their mom, I understand, is probably encouraged by what you were able to do. And you got a lot of questions on that one. Most most of them, you know, were kind of the same thing. And it was, what was the secret? Yeah. So, instead of the secret, we have compiled all the habits that, you know, she had to create. And that was for a bikini competition. And I want to see if we can relate all those things into real life habits so that it may be in three months, you'll look different. And I don't, I, I say maybe sarcastically because what Daniela did was follow the principles of changing your body, which is creating new food habits, eating uh, adequate, uh, adequate amounts of protein, uh, minimizing her carbs and fats, minimizing processed foods. That was the biggest thing. Minimizing alcohol, that was another big thing. And honestly, just minimizing the amount of um, of questionability between meals and in between her days. It's not like she was just doing good Monday through Friday because there are thousands and thousands and probably millions of people who are able to adhere to their food Monday through Friday. But somehow, when, you know, when Friday around 6 p.m. hits, Everything goes out the window. And I say that because it is the easiest thing in the world to completely undo all of your adherence Monday through Friday with just a weekend of some alcohol and some processed foods. It is simple math if you just right if you were just to audit, you know, what is needed for you and what you were to actually put in your body, you know, on that Friday afternoon, Friday night through Sunday evening. You know, back to Monday. Oh, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna you know, eat uh, minimal, eat as minimal as possible. But when you get to your weekend, I'm telling you, it is the simplest thing with processed food to throw out the window. So, long story short, uh, list list off some of the habits that you had. We're gonna go over a few things that we think are gonna help, and uh, and we'll go from there. So, yeah. what are some of the first things you wanted to go over? Um, probably time management. Mm-hmm. Um, is super important and obviously that's something that everybody can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, there's no secret mm-hmm. 
to any of this. I feel like a lot of the things that I'm going to say are things that Donovan have told you in previous podcasts. And just in general, if you listen to what he has to say, um, what I did was a specific plan, but the way that I did it is organized in the same fashion as someone else just trying to lose weight, honestly. Um, the only difference was what I was eating and how often. and how often and how, not even how often, because mm-hmm. someone can be eating five, six times a day on a regular weight loss. Yep. Like, and that's I, very I can, common. I can have someone get in, get in the same amount of calories in three meal, three whole meals and two shakes. The yeah. same amount. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. And at some points, that's what mine was. Mm-hmm. So there was really no difference of why it was just what I was eating that was way different because it's not something that's attainable to eat that mm-hmm. like tilapia all the time and, yeah you know in mind she was eating 200 plus grams of protein in the beginning right now any other person on the street would be like oh my god that's overconsumption. you can't absorb all that Overconsumption, over over absorption are two different things and just because you're over consuming protein which means she doesn't need that amount does not mean that you're not absorbing all of that well how do i know that because she was able to b- continue building muscle mass while at the same time you know simultaneously losing body fat that is against the principles of how weight loss goes but if you're eating adequate amounts of protein mm-hmm. it's not a problem but go ahead yeah which is connects to all what i was eating because it is extremely hard to lose body fat at the rate that i did and gain muscle uh, which is exactly how what many I did. pounds exactly and exactly how many days i lost not counting right now to your show so from day 1 to show date i lost 25 pounds mm. i believe actually more than that. I think it was more than that. It was closer to 30. Um, let's see. I started at 175 pretty much. Mm-hmm. And with like 68 pounds of muscle. Mm-hmm. And then I ended at um, 148 with? with 70 pounds of muscle. <laughs> Holy shit. So I only gained two pounds of muscle, but mind you... How much fat I lost. And that's right. And the way I was doing cardio, I should have lost... Like, if anything, maybe kept my muscle or lost muscle in a normal, like, day-to-day lifestyle diet. And let's go over this really quick, the science behind women and building building muscle. Women don't produce as much testosterone as men, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Testosterone is the main hormone associated with muscle growth and muscle size. So, uh, I always tell women as far as, like, a... Like, what to expect when it comes to building muscle. It's, like, half to a quarter of the rate of what men do. Men can do about a pound a month, two pounds a month. Half to a quarter of that, expect for women. Yeah. So, the fact that you put on those two pounds of muscle is something I should clap for, you know? Because it's hard to Mm -hmm. do. And you did it. So, And then body fat percentage, I dropped about 10%. But um, I didn't do my final weigh-in for my, like, body composition um, so I only mm. know what I was at a week before my show, which mm. I probably had dropped even more, mm-hmm. um, at my show. Mm-hmm. But anyways, 174, two or 175, it was like 174.8. Mm-hmm. So 175 to 148. So what's that? 20. Don't ask me. Let's get a calculator. 27 pounds. There we go. <laughs> I'm not doing that in my head. But those last four, I before peak week was 152. So, you know, those last four pounds were um, all water. 
Exactly. So right after my peak week mm-hmm. um, ended and after my show, I honestly did gain back those four pounds. Yeah, a couple of and pounds I was back of water. So, you know, totally but natural. anyways, weight doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, the total that I did lose within that time. Mm-hmm. And um, at the in the reality, like, my weight is actually a lot higher than what I even look like. I am 5'8". So, and I don't have an issue talking about my weight because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And it's I, not something that you were. I've seen you able to physically like say comfortably until you went through something like this, where you re, until you realize weight doesn't matter. Yeah, because when you see the numbers go up to a certain point, you're like, oh my god! It makes you start to care about the the number, but in reality, it doesn't matter because I like at one point was with two other people in the room about the same height as me, and we all weighed the same, and we all look completely different. So. It's just a body composition thing. What matters is how much fat you have and how much muscle you have. And how your body looks. No two bodies store fat. Oh, no yeah. muscle. I mean, obviously muscle is supposed to be stored the same, but everyone's muscle shape different. Everyone's muscle belly length is different, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, Where you carry it. Yeah, for sure. Because I was talking to my coach about it and I was like, oh, like before peak week, he wanted me at 150 at least. He's like, maybe less than that. But at one point, he's like, you're tall. It doesn't matter. Like, what I'm looking at is fine. Exactly. Um, For my my coach that was helping me with my prep for that. But Mm -hmm. anyways, there's no secret. Staying on track. Timing is something I really wanted to talk about. And um, obviously, um, if you really want to dive into, like, the secrets that I talked about, we did do a Zoom call. If you guys do want to hear those specific 10 things that I was focusing on on that podcast. I'll see if I can or add, it that to my, recording. I'll add it to my link tree in my, in my bio. So yeah, I'll perfect. Um, I think you guys just have to put your email in and we can send that over. Because mm. um, I wanted to kind of focus on a couple other things on this yeah, one. Before this one, let's do these two. Yeah, so... Um, My favorite question ever since going back to work and, you know, winning and everything is, oh, so are you happy you're not on a plan anymore? And I'm like... Like, you happy you get to eat whatever you want now? (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, I'm still on a plan. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, a huge thing. And those are the same people that I think... What was the other question? Oh, what's the secret? Mm -hmm. You know, there's no secret. It never stops. Mm -hmm. Like... That should be the secret. Is the the second that you give up, then your your goals go out the window. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I'm like, well, I'm still on a plan. They're like, what? Like, yeah. I'm like, I didn't work this hard to just throw it all throw away. It all back on. I'm mm-hmm. like, I've never looked like this in my life. And like, you know, for once, um, I'm proud of myself, and I have abs. <laughs> I'm like. I'm in awe. I've never had abs like this before. And um, it does so much more than just, you know, like I said in previous podcasts, it's not just about the looks for me, but it's it's something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a sport. If it's, not, and if it's not how you look, Dave, it's how you feel. And do you feel good? Yeah, I feel amazing. Go. I don't even feel like partying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you, you I feel like face. a new person. And you stuck your face with whole foods. With whole, yeah. nothing, uh, very, very minimal processed foods over the last six, seven months. And you and you worked out constantly. Maybe I would say just a little bit more than what the average person would need to work out. I think that you can do the same thing in about three to four, maybe, you know, workouts with adding with added cardio. I think you can do it with that as well. 
Oh, yeah, it for take, sure. It would take just as much consistency with yeah. the food. But if you're adhering to your food, and that, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, and the thing is that because I started so far out, 19 weeks, I lost, if you do the math, it's about a pound a week. Mm-hmm. And that's a healthy way to lose weight. I would and say either a pound or two a week. Anything more than that will come back. Yes, 100%. I've been a trainer for four to five years, and I've seen it happen time after time after time yeah. after time after time again. And it's, it's frustrating. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to say for me, but I know it's frustrating for them because to put in all the hard work and mm-hmm. then to look in the mirror and, and be proud of that work and then maybe a week or a month or whatever later to see you know, see, basically see in the past, see what you were. It's mm-hmm. like, that, I understand that's frustrating. And that's also why I am still on a plan. Absolutely. Because I was just talking about it earlier. I'm like, yes, I'm still following a plan because if I fell back into where I was, I'd be even more disappointed that's in so myself. so disappointing. You know, I'd Absolutely. be even more disappointed. And then that leads into other emotions again mm-hmm. that I don't want to feel. So and that isn't to say that if you would get injured or something like that, or if you just, you know, if something happens, whether it's mental or physical, and you physically can't get into the gym and, and, you know, and make these habits a thing, that's one thing. But to do it just because you are, for a lack of a better word, lazy, or just, you know, just simply don't care, and that, you know, that's another thing. You know, but, you know, if, if you were someone who went through an injury and, you know, you put on some weight that you lost, please don't feel like, we you know, Please don't feel attacked, but you know this is for the people who are questioning her on why she's on a plan still. Because she would rather not throw six months of work away for some fucking processed food. Well, yeah, and that's what it goes. It goes along with it. Like if you're gonna do something like this, make it a lifestyle change. Like it's all a lifestyle change, and just you know, don't do fad diets. Like, you know, this was something that forced me to be committed. And so I committed myself to it. But like I said, the pound a week is still super healthy. So, you know, I am happy to also know because I lost it in a long amount of time. Yes, it made it harder because I basically put myself through that hell for a longer amount of time. There was people that started 12 weeks out, eight weeks out. um, But I decided to take the longer route because I knew that I wanted to start early to one, look even better by my show date because I had more time to look better. But two, I knew that the process wouldn't have to be as crazy. And now on my reverse month, I don't feel so stressed out that I'm going to gain it back because one, I'm following a plan still. And two, I I didn't lose it super quick. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just wanted to touch in on fad diets because like... Fad diets are something that, I don't want to say guaranteed, but have such a high risk of you just gaining it all back. Like if you notice, you know, people that talk about like, oh, I tried that diet. It didn't work. I'm like, well, you didn't fucking work. (laughs) Oh my God. And then you, you know, I tried that and it didn't work. I'm like, okay. Every time someone says I tried that or I'm trying and it didn't work. It's like, look at the big picture. What are you actually consuming and what are you still continuing to do to keep it going? Like nothing is permanent. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't care what people say. If you think surgery is permanent. Oh, you're nuts. Like you're crazy. It's not. Like I work in the med spa industry. I see it all the time, all the time. Oh, I got lipo five years ago and, you know, now I have this, this, and this. I wish I never got it. And I'm like, well, you wish you never got lipo or you wish you never gave up on yourself because 
That's what it sounds like, you mm-hmm. know? Or I tried this diet and you lose 20 pounds in a month. Do not do that. Because one, it's not healthy. And two, it's not going to stay off. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I couldn't imagine paying 10. I don't know how much it is. All that money to see the weight come back. Even more even more weight come come on than what I had before. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Since you touched on that, one thing let's go ahead and go for the people who, you know, who say things like, I'm doing it, it's not working. Okay, let's ask yourself these few questions. How long did you try it? How how much time did you allow did you allow yourself to, you know, for a change? You know, you think that you're gonna drop a lifetime's worth of, you know, eating and inactivity with a couple months of, you know, some activity and then think it's gonna stay off for, you know, forever. Like Danielle said, if the work doesn't stop, you know, I'm sorry, if we were allowed to do things for short, you know, live times and have the work be forever, how come our high school bodies, when, we, when we, everyone played sports and, you know, everyone looked great, isn't still here? Yeah. Also, that isn't to say that your metabolism isn't slowing down, because if I can find it, I'm going to post it, but I saw something about your metabolism doesn't slow down until you're, like, 70, and that's for every, most people, unless you have some sort of, like, you know, Everything, disorder. like, a little side note, everything we are saying is circumstantial, Absolutely. Um, 100%. Because um, we keep talk, going back to we're not trying to attack anybody that has mm-hmm. a health issue. That is completely different. Mm-hmm. That is completely different. Or someone that has um, now... What's the word? I'm <laughs> totally just blank. No, now, like, has... Now a health issue has suddenly come up. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. you know, Versus when before we mm-hmm. and then now. Obviously, mm-hmm. things happen. So... Like you said, like it's yeah. it's definitely all circumstantial. Mm-hmm. This doesn't apply to every single person, but any average healthy person that is just trying to make a change and that is capable of doing these things, like these are all tips and quote unquote secrets that are going to actually get long term job done mm-hmm. for sure. Perfectly said. So, like I said, how long did you allow yourself? What were you actually doing? Where you doing things like working out not enough or were you working out uh, something uh, something that's called too much, which is called overtraining. And that is the physical decline of your body because it's put in so it's put into so much stress of working out, which because working out is a stress. Your body doesn't know which stress is which, whether it's work or working out. If you put your body under too much stress, it doesn't have time to adapt and heal to those uh, stresses you're putting on it. So then you you start falling into the slow decline because there's no time to get into that adaptation mode. So that's one thing. Uh, alcohol. If you think for one second that alcohol does not affect your, you know, for lack of a better word, gains, whether you whatever whatever your goal is, gaining muscle or losing fat, you are absolutely nuts. And there is just too much science behind it to prove it. Alcohol will absolutely hinder your gains, whether that is to gain muscle or to lose fat. And if you cannot give that up, for first of all, if your goal means that much to you and you can't give up the alcohol, seek help. That is not that is not an attack. I couldn't be any more serious about that because that means that you probably have some sort of a degree of an addiction to it. So that means. Seek help. Ask for help from someone, whether that's a friend, family, or professional help. 
Um, and lastly, like I said earlier, what are you doing on your weekends? Are your weekends accounted for, you know, when you're doing your, your, your meals and all that stuff? Or do you just not give a shit about the weekends? Because I'm telling you, if you do not track what you have on the weekends and you just stop adhering to it, but I can, before I even audit your food and what you're doing, I'm telling you right now, that's the problem and the solution is handling your weekends. So, like I said, to translate it from doing something like this for a competition and then doing something like this into daily life, it's very simple. If you can commit to working out three days a week for the rest of your life, you can absolutely make the same changes that Daniela did. If you can make the commitment to yourself that you will, one, stop shaming yourself for eating foods that are that may be deemed bad and unhealthy, so on and so forth. Maybe if we start thinking of foods in healthier terms, such as uh, more nutritious and less nutritious. If I go to McDonald's, um, I should know in my head that food's going to probably be a little bit less nutritious than if I go to Albertsons and actually pick out all the ingredients if I wanted something like a burger. or uh, Just your relationship with food is definitely going to make a difference on you know, your ability to push off... Uh, uh, impulses that you have during your day. If it's lunchtime and you don't have your food prepared for you, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to go to the place that gets you the quickest food possible. So if we create these obstacles per se to avoid those behaviors, then that helps. That's a healthy behavior. Absolutely. Um, I think I think one of the biggest things is, you know, I'm not saying eliminate your alcohol because who the hell am I to tell you to do that? I'm telling you right now, if you're over-consuming alcohol, you're just not going to get to where you want to go in a quick manner. Maybe one day you'll get there, but not anytime soon. So there's that on that. Yeah, and to touch on that really quick about like eliminating those habits and making it easier, I think it's um, helped me a lot. We were talking about this earlier. It's helped me a lot having a meal plan that doesn't just tell me how many grams of protein, how many grams of fat, how many you know macros just telling me my allowance of macros versus I have been told exactly what to put in my mouth. Like each bite, I know it's weighed and all of that. Um, but I mean, what's the difference? You have to do the same thing when you're tracking your macros to know what the macros is for it. Right. So it's so much, I think for newbies, it would be really smart to, have someone tell you exactly what to eat until you're in the habit of eating good foods. Because I was already kind of in the in the habit of that, but because I was just trying to follow macros before my show and just making sure I wasn't consuming too many carbs and focusing on more proteins but not actually tracking it and like the way I was supposed to, um, and my weekends, as you were just talking about, were a little bit more lax. That's why I wasn't getting anywhere. We say a little bit, but we went fucking nuts on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would feel like I've always been pretty mindful. Yeah, but absolutely. yes, absolutely. not compared to how I am now. And having someone tell me, okay, for breakfast, you're having this many egg whites with this much oatmeal and spinach. And, you know, I'm just giving examples here because that's what my prep was. But... Um, I think for newcomers on this, finding someone that can tell you exactly what meals to eat for at least the first two to three months, because that's how long it's going to take for you to really, one, see results, and two, 
you know, create those healthy habits because when you see the results, you're going to be motivated to keep going. So mm -hmm. I think that is something that I highly, highly, highly suggest because if you're like just starting out in the fitness world and, you know, your weight loss journey and you're trying to get used to working out as much as you're supposed to or working out as hard as you're supposed to to see results and then you have to start tracking all this food and it feels like another job and you're like, oh my God, this is a lot. I don't know, like, I'm just going to cut corners today because I'm having a busy, crazy day. I'm telling you, when you know exactly what you're supposed to eat and drink, it makes it so much less stressful. Like, the only stressful day, kind of, because you still have a plan in front of you, is just cooking it. You mm -hmm. know, picking a day to cook it and picking a time to cook it. But it makes it so much better. Um, and then after you're used to it, you can kind of, you know, then focus on macros once you're used to the whole big picture, because it's not just one little thing that's going to change something like drinking a cough, a skinny coffee or a skinny tea is not going to make you skinny unless you're doing all the other things. It's a full package. It's not just one thing that makes it work. Mm -hmm. I think the, adding on to those fad diets. Um, I think we really got to stop falling for those things. And I, I say those things and I'm talking about things like supplements, you know, things that promise a whole hell of a lot for not giving a lot of effort. It's just not how your body works. And I promise you, it may seem, you know, it's probably going to make you piss out all your water weight and then you're going to look skinny and then you're going to keep buying it because you assume that it makes you smaller. But in reality, you lost no muscle mass. So I want to make it clear that if we, stop focusing, if we stop focusing on those quick fixes, you'll very soon find the solution to whatever it is you want to do. Mm -hmm. Like we just said, there is no secret. There's just habits that you need to build. And until you build those habits, you're just not going to be on the right track. Maybe you'll get, like I said, maybe you'll get there eventually. Because you'll you know, hit a couple loops and then you'll backtrack and then you'll find your way onto the road. Or you can just follow this simple set of principles that people who have done it before have gotten into. And... and lay it out there for you and then you'll get there but until you re until you finally say you know what all these you know quick fixes and these uh you know quick rewards i need to let go of and i need to actually sit down and ask myself what it is that i want and how much do i want it and until then we I, there there's no other way for me to help someone yeah uh, there's just there's no other way to do it and that goes back to finding your why why are you doing this? Like, is it to just live longer? Is it to just feel better? Um, it obviously helped me with my gut health. Mm. Um, and that is something that nobody, not I shouldn't say nobody, but that's something that a lot of people don't talk about, especially when you're not taking care of yourself in general. Like you don't realize all the things that are causing inflammation in your body. Um, Quick things to look at if you want to know if uh, food is bothering you. Hair, skin, nails, mm -hmm. and stool. How often you're going and the texture of it. Please don't tell me that you're a child and you don't look at your own stool before you flush. You should be examining those things. How thing, how your food comes out of you is a direct correlation to how your gut health is doing. Mm -hmm. If it's not that solid and it's probably it's a little discolored, we need to fix some things. And also, that's probably a... Uh, 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 a consequence of just too much processed food. 
So, like she said, the, uh, her gut health was changed because she was able to regulate her bowel movement, which is something that was kind of a problem before. And yeah. I know we don't like to talk about our it's poos, true. but it's pretty important to talk about. You know, yeah. how often things are moving inside of you. And this is something that I hear all the time. Is you have like 10 to 20 pounds of toxic poop. Oh my God, stop it. Because no people do fucking not. Yes, there's a possible buildup of a couple pounds of poop. But when people said that there's 20 to 50 pounds of poop in you, oh, I'm going to lose my shit if I hear that again. Yes, there's a little buildup, like I said. And you and you realize that once you started regulating things, yeah. and you started stepping on the scale in the morning like, whoa, that's a lower number than I thought it would be. It's true. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it's like, those are the secrets. If you want to hear secrets, it's because the secrets are the things that people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. And, and the uncomfortable conversations about your body. And, you know, the things that are embarrassing to talk about, which usually is weight. Mm -hmm. They always say, never ask someone's weight. And, you know, don't, you know... Don't talk, talk about, about that nasty poop stuff. Yeah. and farts and like girls don't, don't fart girl okay get over it <laughs> <laughs> i've had to grow up and stop saying that <laughs> <laughs> um but it's the reality of life um you can't avoid those things mm -hmm. especially you just if you can't. want especially if you want that uh that goal bad enough you know yeah for sure um lastly what would you want to throw in there? Oh, I didn't ever talk about the time. I love when people tell me they don't have time. I talked about this on the 10, have, on the 10 secrets mm -hmm. um, video although, that I we did. Thousands of counterexamples as to why you do have time because I've, I have a client now. This is not the first client who has four jobs and makes it work. And yep. now going to nursing school. So it's just not it's just not an excuse. Yeah. It's, it's not an excuse. And people can people will use it all the time and still avoid, you know, you know, going because they think they need two hours a day. No, you did not. Thirty minutes to an hour, you could do. Oh yeah, for sure. At a time. Sometimes for you'll need to do set sure. cardio in a separate time, but that's thirty minutes. Yeah. Which people waste doing what? Being on Instagram, taking selfies, whatever you do, TikTok. TikTok. Oh my. Mm, on I your you on your crypto app mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. just looking at it not doing literally, shit literally like um i pulled it up last time my phone's recording this time but i pulled it up last time everybody that has at least an iphone it tells you your activity right and like if you have kids or like siblings your parents probably ask them like let me see your phone how much have you been on instagram today so go play outside mm -hmm. you too it's mm -hmm. not just the kids. You exactly. too. Where Go. do they get it from? How much time have you spent on Instagram today? How much time have you spent on your phone in general today? Go work out. <laughs> Go cook a healthy meal. Go fucking walk. Yeah. Go, Go scroll on Instagram outside when you're walking <laughs> on the you. treadmill or something. You know? Um, obviously, with lifting weights, it's a little bit harder. but Or it's just not necessary. I think the average for me... Was, I think I had said on the last one, it was um, eight hours the for the week. on some, It was actually eight hours a day mm -hmm. for me on my phone. And yeah, I work a lot from my phone too. But like the Instagram was really high. It's like 
everyone has time. If Maybe you're... just took half of one of those apps. Oh, just, yeah. Just half of one of those apps. You have time to work out. Literally. It's like, if you look at... Tell me you don't have time after you look at your phone and tell me how much you spend on and your phone. And I think that's the end of that. That's because, it. Because that's there's, it. There's nothing else to say. That's what I'm going to start saying. I'm not a coach, but that's what you should start saying. Mm -hmm. You don't have time. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. Give me your phone. Let me show you. <laughs> People are going to get so mad at that. But it's true. <laughs> uh, we went well over like 30 something minutes. I know. Sorry, guys. But you can tell we're pretty passionate about this mm -hmm. right now. And, and I was just so excited. Yeah, you're so excited <laughs> after your fucking dub, dog. So, but uh, in review, <laughs> like she said, there's no secret. Um, do you want to get to your goal? Yes or no? And if the answer is yes, you now have the list of habits that you can translate from the bikini world over into normal life we're going to call and that'll get you to your goal and what i'm going to start doing is people's meals i'm going to learn how to do that and it should take no longer than a couple days for me and i can actually guarantee results if you oh, were yeah. to follow what i say to eat and you're doing the workouts that you, know, you already show up that's half the battle right there is just showing up i got yeah. you covered on that and I can guarantee that in a certain amount of time, you'll be at where you're at or you where you want to be. And if you're not there, then something is wrong. Yeah. Either you're not, either you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing on your own time or there's a problem, there's a problem in here that we need to fig get figured out. And that probably requires professional help. Yeah. Love yourself, guys. Absolutely. And love I, yourself. I think, that, I think that, that should be the, and, you know, in long story short is if you do something as simple as care about yourself and the food that you eat and how much time you dedicate to your health, then you get to where you want to go. Yeah. And you found that out the hard way. Yeah, for sure. So. And don't forget, I'm going to do this for Donovan. Donovan has a program, a 12-week program. That's really easy to follow. <laughs> there you go. In the eye. You know uh, me I'll, with my marketing. I'll plug it myself. <laughs> yeah, if you feel like, you know, you don't need a coach there to be with you, but you feel like you need help structuring your workouts... There's a there's a uh, method to it. There are uh, scientific methods that go into how you should lay out your workout. And that's what I've created. A three-month program that starts from month one to single arm and single leg work to really high reps to get bigger muscle size. And then on to, you know, really maximizing that strength gain in the third month. So if you have, a, if you have any questions on that, go ahead and hit me up. If you have any more questions on the league that she was in, the all-natural, drug-free bikini league that she uh, was in, PLA. go ahead and hit up Daniela. Would you want to plug your Instagram? Yes. Daniela with one L <laughs> dot KG. She's going to let you fucking know that there's one L. <laughs> one L. Every time. One L. Um, dot KG. Daniela dot KG. Um, yeah, I love that. It's funny because KG is my initials, mm. but also since I work out, kilograms oh shit <laughs> oh don't i don't know if anyone's that. ever noticed that i noticed it of course because i notice all little things but um anyways that's my instagram follow pla um physique league of america that's the league that i joined they're amazing and then yeah, obviously also bear bunny aesthetics um sponsored a lot of my prep mm -hmm. and my show so don't forget to follow us. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you if you're still listening. I appreciate you and your time. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>